Hi guys, welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly, in the building. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode, I really wanted to dive in to give discussion to love. Ah, <laughs> I know you're like, wait for it. No, seriously, like, it is amazing how many conversations that I have and people that I talk to, um, whether it's just in regular conversations or people that I may be counseling, um, have never really experienced love. And I'm talking real love. And, you know, it may, that they, it may be that they love someone, but they've never like been in love with someone. And so I just wanted to take a moment to kind of give some surface ideas to paint a picture, to help those that may be on the search to really discover. How do I know if I'm experiencing real love? Because that is the question. So tune right on in and let's dive in because this this is something that I know that over the course of my life, um, when it comes to my relationships that I've had, definitely, it can be challenging in the space to determine whether it's, you know, a love, if it's real or if it's not, and you're trying to figure it out, you know, it like you can't measure what you can't gauge. And so it's like, how do you validate one's romantic love? Like, how do you gauge that? Like, these are the questions like in my life that I can truly say that when I come into someone's life that I can sit with to, to determine like, how do I gauge this person's love? Or how do I know that I'm at a place to where I love this person? You know, is it even possible to, to judge someone else's love affair? Like what, <laughs> what in the world? But you know, the truth of it all is, is that there's really no definite way of telling, but I think that there is a basis that we can look at and you may come up with your own ideas and and that's okay but i at least wanted to share some of mine um that are kind of like the basics to to give you some insight you know a lot of times people fall into the trap of thinking that they're experiencing true love even when they're not you know because lust is a factor and if you look at lust in its design a lot of people will confuse that lust with love now i am to the resolve that when we get into our relationships where lust has its place lust healthy in a relationship still in essence can exist and coincide with love and some people will you know disagree with me and that's okay because we're all entitled to our opinions but if you really define these words right and you really look at your life i believe that it becomes very telling you know what lust looks like to you how it's defined um, how you've seen yourself being lustful and how you may have been in a long-term relationship and you've lusted after your partner in a very healthy manner uh, if you've ever been at that place. Um, and then also if you've ever been in love, um, how that love and lust can combine. But right now I want to talk about love, being in love, what that in essence could look like, what that feels like, how we can potentially gauge it. Uh, because there are some cases where there's blurred lines of where you can be like extremely infatuated um, 
And intimacy can feel a lot like love. Like you can be intimate with someone where um, in a moment where they're kissing you and hugging you and just that warm embrace in that moment, like, oh, I feel like, you know, that's that love factor, but it isn't quite at that level. You know what I'm saying? So romantic love is, is, is like, it's a phenomenon that has existed since the dawn of human civilization. And it has served as one of the greatest topics of so many people across the board, whether you see people who write about it, they uh, do poetry, they put it in movies. You know, you, we have songwriters, they, they're going to sing about it. Like love is so powerful. Like everybody wants to, in essence, talk about love. And it it can be very spellbinding and have this effect on you that just brings just such a joy to your heart. If you've ever felt love in its pure essence of what it is, it, it can do some things to you unimaginable. And that's just real. Um, you know, we love differently, of course, because there's so many different varying types of love. And, you know, we do love our children differently. We love our uh, parents differently. And obviously there is definitely going to be a difference of love that we would have for a romantic interest. Now, I also have this resolve. Um, when we enter into a relationship with someone, never ever compare because no two loves are the same. And the way that I loved my, uh, you know, let's say a boyfriend that was in high school compared to someone that I was with, you know, in my thirties, like, you know, my husband, there is no way in the world that they can compare with love. Right. Um, the only person that, in essence, that I have been in love with would definitely be my uh, my ex-husband. And so I've been blessed and fortunate to experience that love factor. And so I think that that's huge and very telling that no two loves are the same. Um, you definitely can evolve, but uh, you still will love differently based on the people that you are sharing that love with. So, you know, it's... It's one of many, you know, of us to choose, like, when I wake up, I want to experience love. When um, I choose my day-to-day experience, like, I want to experience those moments with someone and it it be something special. You know, how do we tell whether a love is real or not? Uh, Like I said, there is... There's really no way to gauge it, um, but it, it, it is possible for us to connect the dots. <laughs> it is. Um, and sometimes that comes through observing. Um, sometimes that goes through uh, making an analysis of it. And sometimes it's about the things that we see through action, because I am one that, you know, love is a verb. And so, you you know, it's one thing to say love, but it's another thing to see it, to experience it, to see it lived out, to, you know, to put into action. And that to me is real. Um, so a lot of times the patterns, the action can give us a good idea of what real love looks like. And so I just want to dive in and give you a few pointers on, you know, some things that may help you to, uh, observe let's use that word (laughs) that you are experiencing real love so of course you know me i love to hear back from you uh your thought process so you can always send me an inbox on ig when doc speaks 
I love to hear your opinions based on these topics. So it's really, really appreciated. So the first point that I want to make is that one way that you may know that you're experiencing real love is when you start allowing them to really like get into your thoughts, <laughs> that vulnerable space. Okay. Um, you know, when you are at this place with your significant other and, you know, that other person is starting to really like get planted in your life, in your mind, um, it's, it's one of those places that that vulnerability come into place and you begin to think to yourself thoughts that you've never had before. You know, they, these, this, you know, they are there, like they are on your mind, um, they are an intricate part of your thought process, almost as if though you, the inclusion of them, like, you know, day and day, like, like you want to include them in your day-to-day, you know, processes or your long-term goals and everything like that. And so you've developed like a sense of particular interest in this person and a foundation that you guys can potentially have and will have that you're going to eventually build upon in your, you know, in the stages of loving each other. Um, this, this stage of being very romantic can be scary um, because it is a vulnerable place. And if you've never experienced it, if you've never experienced it in love or are afraid of your own emotions, I can get it. it it's definitely a scary place. But never, nevertheless, you rarely ever get to control when someone suddenly piques your interest. Like when they are there, it's just there. Like, oh my God, I just, this person does it for me. Like when you start to see them kind of like intertwine in your life and just all these beautiful moments and you can realize that, that right there, allowing that space where they can penetrate that part of your thoughts, it's a beautiful part. Think about it. Another point that I wanted to make is you find yourself unable to control your thoughts like sometimes you'll have these lingering thoughts about you know him or her and um it's just like I'm all over the place like I cannot stop thinking about this person you know I'm constantly thinking about them uh and I just can't help it I I can't help it and so the worst part is that the moment when they you know may surprisingly like just show up in your mind you can do very little to like really get them out of your mind at that moment you just have to process what you're thinking in the moment about them and so you know privately and secretly you love thinking about them though you know because it gives you like this feeling of contentment and happiness on the inside and so you start feeling like a little giddy and even though you would never admit it (laughs) the feeling is really uncontrollable but for the most part you really don't mind like I don't mind um, losing myself in this space. I don't mind thinking about them like this because obviously this person does what compliments my life in such a, an amazing way that they are deserving of my thoughts to go, you know, wild like this. This person has been consistent with me. This person has been uh, transparent with me. Our communication is on key. You know, all these beautiful things that is very, you know, forthcoming that allows us to be intimate with each other and to grow together. And so in fact, you're just excited at the prospect of these new feelings and these experiences. And so that's like a, a key thing, you know, within itself. It's you're having all these new experiences with this person this is real and you can see them in your life and this is valid 
Another point that I want to make is that you really start getting a clear picture about them. You know, contrary to popular belief, when you start falling in love with a person, you don't really paint an ideal little, you know, idealized picture of them in your head. Like you, you really don't have this picture until you experience a person. And this is just real until you experience a person, you, you, you have this basis, but like, you can't really see the face. But when you genuinely start falling in love with someone, you start seeing like the nuances and particulars of their personality. You see them for who they really are, their flaws and their shortcomings. Everything is all in there. And so you're able to uh, acknowledge their vulnerabilities because you understand that this is a part of what makes them human. And guess what? That's where this understanding and acceptance as we live by our principle um, comes into place. You know, you also know that more clearly you see this person, the more you're going to fall in love with them, the more, you know, the better that I can understand them, the more that I can appreciate them, the more that I can accept them for who they are. Like I, I, I get you. (laughs) And that's a beautiful place to be with someone. Another point that I want to make is is that you basically get caught in a stage of hope, uh, uncertainty, and just insuppressible urges. <laughs> you know, there are so many prospects to what you're feeling. So many. You don't even know where to start. And for most people, they get scared. And these emotions are tricky and they leave you feeling susceptible to pain and disappointment. But, you know, for other people, they are filled with like, you know, uncontainable amounts of hopes. For some, the uncertainty of the situation puts them in a state of like anxiety. Like that can really truly happen. Like if you've never, you know, felt this love before, you can feel like this sense of anxiety, but also it can be very exciting. But the common thing that binds all of these people is that they experience urges that are insuppressible. You can't suppress the feelings. You just you just can't. Like, I feel what I feel about this person and it is what it is, honey. Now, um, another point that I want to make is, is that like we tend to get this rush of energy at the at the thought of like, let's just put the word infatuation out there. Like you knew it's, it had to start with being infatuated, right? With them. So you get this energy. It's like, it's like a drug that you can't get enough of. It's like, you know, what caffeine does to a person who is a caffeine addict. Like y'all get where I'm going with this. You get an instant jolt of energy whenever you think about your person, um, in this romantic way. It makes you face the day with more rigor and zeal for living. You're happy about where you are in life and nothing can change that about you for the moment. That That's a beautiful place to be. Like, that's another way that we can really say, say that, you know what, this person really does what? Compliment my life, right? Another point is, is that you experiences, um, you may experience a little occasional cases of jealousy and motivation. Listen, y'all, I'm being real. Jealousy is a normal aspect of any relationship, particularly new ones. It just is. And so you're experiencing a very fresh love and you don't know what to do with it yet. You don't 
know what parts of it that you own and what parts of it are entitled to you and you alone, you know, you get occasional, you know, doses of jealousy and you don't know how to act on these feelings. But what you do know is that you're motivated to fight for that person to stay in your life and fulfill your romantic urges. And that's a reality. It's like, regardless of what I'm going through because of these insecurities that I may have, because I've not experienced this type of love, listen, this right here that I'm feeling, I've not felt this before and I want this to remain. It's healthy, it's a good thing, um, it doesn't hurt, and it definitely feels good. I see it lived out and I am able to feel that. I'm able to see it in action and this right here is something that I've been wanting for quite some time. And the last point that I want to make is, is that you are left helpless to this feeling that has taken hold of you. Honey, if you've never been in a situation to where you're helpless, I mean just helpless, you have lost complete control. That's truly getting to the place of being in love, okay? You don't know what to do and where to go inside the depths of your soul. Like you just all over the place. You know, you're left there and vulnerable and there's nothing you can do about it. But we know the truth. Guess what? You love it there. You love that you are left helpless in this place because that person actually is the person that you can be your most vulnerable self with. And that's a beautiful place to be able to get, right? So answer the question. Have y'all felt those feelings for someone? Do you look forward to feeling those feelings for someone soon <laughs> or sometime in your life? Okay. Listen, you know what I say. You owe it to yourself, so pay what's due, honey. <laughs> this is our episode of With Doc Speaks, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. Listen, we're talking about is it real love? And I hope this has been something that has been enjoyable and helpful for you. Don't forget to definitely like it and also to share it. Until next time, be blessed.